0: All right. Welcome back to the Back in 5 podcast. It has been a long time. It's
1: been too long. Maybe been, three
0: long. It's been maybe even four long. Right. Totally. its It's been a long time. And uh, Brad came into my office earlier this morning and said, hey, what about this? And I said, "Let's let's do it. So we're doing it. So here we are. We're doing it, and we're gonna try to get this thing back up and running. And uh, because it is awesome, it truly is. So this is our chance to. For those of you that have never listened before, or for those of you that haven't listened for a long time, because we never actually produced one of these things. You can't really listen enough, right? We. What we do is we take. We try to. We try to stay in, within five minutes, which we hardly ever go through, but. Um, Actually, we never really keep, to, I should say. Well said. Um, we we try to take five minutes to kind of recap what we um, talked about in the sermon the week previous, and then maybe um, kind of give a, a preview about what's happening this next week. So we're already one minute and two seconds into this thing, and I haven't even talked about the text. But we talked out of Psalm 71. Yeah, we did. It was fantastic. And uh, do you want to say anything? Because it was kind of our kickoff week. We had the ministry fair um, and, Incredible day Yeah,
1: it was, it was really cool There was uh, sheer chaos in the gym for about 40
0: minutes and That's true that's what, that's what we planned for Very good So Psalm 71, the message was getting the word out And uh, you could kind of see the the passion in the psalmist's mind um, In Psalm 71, they were resolved to communicate something So what what did you see in the text?
1: Well, first of all, we opened up with a Chick-fil-A video Oh yeah, yeah uh, And just get, getting a heart for people around us who are hurting Which is
0: a tearjerker
1: I know, especially the little girl oh, and yeah. the cow. That's, yeah. but you know, that's we. Every life has a story. That's kind of what we started with. Yeah, and because we are Christians, we've got a story to tell. Mm. So that's really what I wanted to go, uh, where I wanted to go with the passage, because throughout the passage, about nine times, uh, we're told to say something about who our God is. Yeah, and uh, so that's really the the major premise, what pushed everything.
0: Right, and that was cool because. Um, we do have a story to tell, and it it's verbal. We have to tell the story. You right. know, it, it, there's always been that quote where, um, you know, it, it preach the gospel at all times, um, and if 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 necessary, use words, which right. they attribute it to Francis of Assisi, who doesn't even know if that's really true. But, um, that's crazy because it's a verbal thing. We have to actually speak, and that's what the psalmist does. He speaks about things. So so talk us through the text.
1: Well. Uh Again, there's about five uh, major ideas here. But uh, first, we talked about tell, telling of his grace and mercy. And the three ideas here were that we, we have an enduring hope. That's where the psalmist starts. But I will hope continually hmm. and uh, we'll praise you yet more and more. Uh, we have experienced a perfect love. And thirdly, we have been saved from so much. And that's really just in the, the opening two verses of seventy one, Psalm 71, 14 and 15.
0: Yeah. I think so many people in our world are looking for hope, <laughs> love, and to be saved from whatever circumstance they're in. So I think this is an appropriate thing to tell them.
1: Well, the thing that really jumped out the most to me, and uh, especially in verse 14, was this, I will hope continually. Mm. And what grabbed my attention there was this idea that God is some a, a a being within whom I can hope continually, because you never run out of God. There's always more of him to hope in and so we're never without hope
0: Mm, yeah ever verses 16 through 18 then you talked about telling about his presence and his power yeah well
1: this is fun just because you know god is he's uh, in control he's mighty he's powerful he's sovereign uh so we talked about how powerful he was and how righteous he was um or is and verse 16 i will remind them of your righteousness and then we really came to the fun part, yeah. our God does incredible things. The psalmist says that I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. And you kind of go, well, like what? And hmm. we could think uh, as a psalmist might have been writing this, some of the awesome things that God had done you know, for the Israelites, for the psalmist in particular. But then uh, I was reminded of uh, John Piper wrote this thing several years ago during a Thanksgiving message on rain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which is just great fun. And we and we'll link to that because it is it is very good. It's very powerful to think uh through that.
1: Well, when God's you know dropping, you know, a billion pounds of <laughs> rain and it dribbles yeah. down in such a way, it's just amazing what God does, just in little things, even yeah. like rain.
0: There's a cool lyric um by one of my favorite singer songwriters, Andrew Peterson, which I always reference him all the time. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. But anyway, he uh he has a line in a song that says, Every prophet or every drop is a prophet in your name tonight. Oh, speaking wow. of raindrops, which is kind of cool. It talks about God's power. It would have been nice to quote um, that. I, right? I, I should have gave it to you. But anyway, um, so we'll link that article because it is really fun to consider that. Um, what else have we seen in the text?
1: Well, and then lastly, with that idea in terms of his power, uh, you know, he'll never forsake us. He, he He will always be there for us. Then we uh, transition to telling of his comfort and his guidance. And the psalmist uh, pivots to this idea that, you know, he gives us life in the midst of our struggles. I thought this was an incredible quote. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? And the verse 20 goes on, you who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. Mm -hmm. So here, you know, here it is that God leads us into these difficulties from time to time, sovereign calamities he allows in our lives. And yet it's he who lifts us up. It's he who revives us even in the midst of our difficulties, which is an incredible promise, a wonderful truth to dwell on
0: right, yeah, and there's great great passages that you took us to in the New Testament that talks about him being uh, the one who restores us, redeems us out of the pit, and comforts us in our in our troubles uh, so that we can comfort others so great uh great admonition there to to the people of god to to remind themselves of that,
1: and then we talked about his faithfulness, his goodness, and his provision and his protection, yeah. And again uh it really was just a let's let's talk about how awesome god is and if that's how we see him you you know we we talk about you know the big game that took place last night we talk about you know a cool event we saw downtown in chicago or something Mm -hmm. but why aren't we talking about how awesome
0: how wonderful our god is to people yeah and we should it should just come natural and for those of us that um including myself where it doesn't come natural we had to ask ourselves why, you know, why, why are we not doing this? I guess.
1: Well, I, and I kind of tagged on that just at the very end, you mm. know, we're afraid that people don't want to hear the message or we might hurt the relationship that we're in. Mm. Or, you know, I'm just afraid to say anything or they'll ask me too hard of a question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what if I get rejected? And, you know, Jesus makes it clear that if we'll acknowledge him before men, that he'll acknowledge yeah. us. And, you know, that's what we should be about and just step out in boldness, knowing that God will give us the words we need to say And when we don't know something, it's okay. It's okay to not know stuff and to say, you know, I don't know. Um, But I'd like to, you know, I'll look into it and get back to you.
0: Yeah, that's very good. So um, I laughed out loud when you, you gave the example of uh, experiencing disappointments when you bite into a chocolate chip cookie and you realize it's raisins. I was amazed at the, rea- <laughs> the crowd really reacted. My wife says, I thought you liked raisins. like, not in cookies. No, no one does. Does anybody? Place. I don't know. We'll probably get a comment on it's that. It's like a fruitcake. Right. You All really right. Like so, it. yeah, anything else you want to say or you want to preview anything? Well, up? we
1: got two more weeks left in Genesis. And uh, about four more chapters to cover. So it should be pretty exciting as we close that up. And then we're off to the book of Acts. Yeah,
0: that'd be cool. Just a few weeks. Very good. Talking about getting the word
1: out. So Right, yeah, exactly. Those, Spread the word.
0: Those guys did it. All right, we'll see you on Sunday. We're back to our normal uh, worship schedule times at 9.30 and 11 a.m. We have adult Bible study fellowships that meet at 9.30 as well. So we'll see you on Sunday. Thanks, Sean. All right, bye-bye, guys.